Hey, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. All right, everybody, welcome back to Craft Beer Bucket List, and today we are recording episode 10. It's a huge yeah. for us. Woo, 10 in. That's going to bring us to a total of 30 beers. I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. Thanks, everybody, for sticking it out with us to this point. Uh, Mike, you want to tell us about our lineup? Yeah, for episode 10, we'll be trying Birdsong's Wake Up Porter. That's what we're both going to have in front of us. After that, Ray's going to add a drink. Twisted Spikes Crew Kolsch. And I'll be trying Taft's Nelly Winter Ale. It's a sweet orange ale. But uh, again, great lineup because we're awesome. Yeah, mostly because we're awesome. Yeah. But it, it doesn't help that we're fueled by amazing craft beer from all over the U.S. I think that's pretty cool. Dude, th- yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the one thing that's cool about uh, the three beers we have today is they are from very different uh, places. So we didn't, we didn't do geographically specific here. Yeah, and uh, that's something I enjoy because, you know, we both travel um, in, our, in our professional lives and it takes us all over the country. And wherever we go, we find stuff that we can't, you know, normally find it at our local, um, you know, liquor store, beer houses, just whatever. So I enjoy that. And I think that adds value to what we do because we're expanding just uh, the different beers that we get to try from different regions. So uh, I, I enjoy it personally, but I think that adds depth to what you and I do here in the podcast, Mike. Oh, yeah. So I got to tell you. I know you're about to introduce the brewery and whatnot, but I've already had a couple of sips of this beer. Oh, man. Pre-gaming. I like it. Yeah. I like so it, too. It's really good. That's the, the Wake Up Porter by Birdsong, right? Yep. That's the... It's, let's, uh, yeah, it's Wake Up Porter. Uh, so I'll let you ch- chime in about Birdsong real quick, and then uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, so I've become a, a huge fan of uh, the, the beers that Birdsong Brewery um, puts out this is going to be the third beer of theirs that we've tried um so i mean I, I go through charlotte quite a bit for work or i have lately anyway and so it's been easy to to get these now um, like you're at this is our, our third beer of theirs to to try um this is another one i haven't had yet i've been looking forward uh, to this now and this is a i gotta tell you what we've been waiting to drink this one during the day just because it's a wake-up porter i believe it's got a some caffeine in it mm. and maybe i'm wrong but you know, it's a, one of those things. Uh, sometimes it's good to day drink. And I don't encourage drinking and driving or drinking while you're at work because uh, that's just not a good idea unless maybe you work at a brewery and uh, you get paid to drink while you work. Um, but I'm not going to encourage that otherwise. In my head, I just heard instead of the whistle while you work, I heard drinking while you work. <laughs> oh, man, it's a dream we all have, right? So... <sighs> But no, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of Birdsong and, and what they put out. And I don't want to go into a lot of detail about the brewery. I would encourage folks to listen to our other podcast uh, to learn more or look them up on social media. Uh, check them out. But man, they just, they make a fantastic product. And uh, I'm, I'm ready for beer number three. I'm, I'm going to dive in now, Mike. Tell us uh, what you think so far. So before we go too far with it, um, I want to give a big shout out to Birdsong Brewing, uh, the sales and marketing representative, uh, Tara. She actually sent us uh, a few stickers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The note uh, says, thanks for your support. Keep up the good work. We love the podcast and come visit us sometime soon. 
So Tara has sent us a few stickers to give away. So what I want to do is if you have a favorite birdsong beer, after you listen to this podcast, uh, post you and your birdsong beer on Twitter, Instagram, and tag birdsong brewing and craft beer bucket list so we can see it. We'll select a couple of folks for free stickers. Uh, we'll get in contact you, uh, contact with you. I know some folks, some folks can't get the hold of birdsong beer wherever they're at. So, uh, as an aside, if you have a favorite, a favorite coffee beer, uh, take a photo of you drinking it, tag us on Instagram or Twitter, and we'll get you some other swag as well. Cause we've got a stockpile of different things that we can send out as a gift. So, uh, but you know, big shout out to Tara and Birdsong for providing us with some free stuff to give out to our listeners and supporters. Yeah, man. Woo. That's awesome. Shout yeah. out to, to Birdsong. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know what, Mike, can, can I sweeten the pot just a little? Um, whoever the uh, yes. winner is, whoever the winner is, I would love to give them a shout out um, on the next podcast that we record um, after the the winner selected. My like, hey, just thank you to to said name, you know where they're from, and uh, thanks for supporting our podcast. So I want to call you out on the show and say thank you. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, I like that. Well, wake up, Porter. Uh, I've been I've been sipping on it. So while you're still taking a drink, I'll kind of read up. Uh, read a read about the can read what's on the can oh, i can't talk real well and talk about it a little bit so it's their fall seasonal it's only available august through october uh, as far as selling it uh, we're drinking this in november um so tara told us a little bit about this because i was trying to get some more information uh big thanks again to sarah tara not sarah goodness uh so anyway she says the malt bill consists of maris otter Carapils and caramel 40 and 60. It's got chocolate and black malts. The bittering hop is Columbus. And then goes on to say the Madagascar vanilla beans and Sumatra roast coffee are in there as adjuncts. Very good. And then uh, they use a local Charlotte coffee shop to source a coffee for their beer. And it's called Central Coffee Company. Um, They're in North Carolina. And it's very, very, very good. What do you think about it, man? So just the first few drinks, uh, this is like, wow, this is a big, bold flavor. And uh, I like that. It's just like, wow. <laughs> um, they, they did well by naming it Wake Up because uh, this will uh, this will get you going. It's uh, 5.8% ABV. It's very dark. It is. Pours, it's a very it, dark beer. Yeah, pour is very dark. Um, I didn't get a lot of head, but I poured very carefully. Um, but it's got good lacing around the glass, um, which is all good things. It's sitting there. I'm sitting there looking at it as it's slowly being uh, consumed, and I'm telling you, this, this tastes delicious. Um, I need another one of these, Bray. If you're ever in <laughs> North Carolina again, no, I'll be. I'll be sure to pick some up if I see them. Um, definitely because I want more of these um, I'm, I'm getting definitely a strong coffee some underlying you know chocolate notes in this and then a in underlying all of that is the, just a, a solid flavor that you would get from a porter beer so it's just like all these things are just combined so well um, definitely medium bodied it's smooth uh, but man it's uh, this just it works they did a, They knocked it out of the park with this. 
Well, I'm gonna, you know, because I've uh, been on this kick with every episode, I'm gonna talk about the carbonation, and it's not, it's not over or under carbonated. It's right in the middle, and it works really well with the porter uh, overall, especially with some of the the notes coming in. It's you know just the right amount of carbonation, which um, you know, which isn't it, it's important in how the mouthfeel is and how how the taste come across your taste buds and all that. I, I think it's a well crafted beer, man. I really do. Um, no, did, did I, I'd you recommend... take... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, so no. Did you take it, the time to just smell this for a little bit, just to take in that aroma? Um, I would like to say yes, but I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, as I'm shaking my head now. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm just sniffing it right now like a weirdo. But it smells fantastic. I mean, it is as to the overall experience, but when when you enjoy the smell and, and the flavor and just take it in. And I'm going to sniff hard into the mic. It's like, I don't know if that came through or not, but man, I just want people <laughs> yes, to know. It's it like, did. this is good. Uh, this, this is just really good. It's like, man. I think you, know, you and one... I should make a trip out to Birdsong uh, and visit personally and record a video for our uh, craft beer bucket list. Uh, I think that's a good thing to, to try to plan to do, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I'm 100% okay with that. I love to, to, I fly through Charlotte a lot. I fly American Airlines. Big shout out to them. Um, but anytime I go out to the East Coast, um, I fly through Charlotte. So I'm, I'm there quite a bit. I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I went to Florida this last few days and I flew in and out of Charlotte. So I think it's going to be a relatively uh, low cost flight for me. So, um, no, same. It's one of those things that I've liked every beer we've had with them. So I say we, talk to him about coming out yeah live and in person at birdsong brewing company it's craft beer bucket list all right um, maybe not but you know i'll try i tried really hard wow because uh like, that made me i don't know that made me think like we're gonna wrestle or something and i don't do that um <laughs> i wish there was videos the last time you and i did wrestle Oh gosh, no, we don't. Is that, is that, is that what we spray painted a circle in the grass in your front yard? Yes, college, oh <laughs> folks. I just want to say that Mike, your co-host of Craft Beer Bucket Lists, in about two thousand two, two thousand three, was undefeated in sumo wrestling in his front yard. Against very many people, including your co-host, Big Ray. Yeah, including Big Ray. <laughs> yes. I have the size, but I don't have the sumo skills that Mike does. Boom. I forgot all about that. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> oh, my god! I would, I would absolutely 100% not do that again. I, I'm with you. I don't. I don't feel the need to do that either. I may want to. <laughs> then my body's gonna be like, "No, big guy. No, just slow down." <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I'm pretty sure that's also the place of many uh, other shenanigans that we'll talk about at some point. However, oh, sure. um, it was a. It was yeah. So we drew a big. You know, I think it was regulation because Lewis Myers, if you remember Lewis, I think he looked I it up. And I think he got us regulation, and we, we did a regulated uh, uh, patch in our front yard. And um, it took uh, it took the spring grass growing before that spray paint ever got 
mowed away. Right. And I remember that. Yeah. And uh, no, now that you say that, yeah, I think we busted out like a string or whatever in whatever length that would the, the, the radius was supposed to be. And uh, we put like a little spike in the ground and just drew a circle as best we could do on that method. Yeah. So no, I, well, I forgot about that detail. That's yeah. That's, a long, oh, long time ago. Well, that guy, talk about a dude that was good at, at table tennis that you wouldn't expect to be good at table tennis. He dominated. Lewis Myers. Yeah. Man, I remember the first time I beat him, and I was happy. And it was like 21-19. It wasn't like I put the beat down on him, right? But I won. And I don't think I played him for like another week. I was like, yeah, I got I to, gotta, you know, revel in my glory. Yeah, I was just always glad to hit the ping pong ball back to his side of the table because oh, I was man. never any good at it. And I was like, oh, yeah, a, that was a victory for me. He was ridiculously good. Lewis Myers, I doubt you'll ever listen to this, but you're damn good at ping pong. Yeah, mad kudos. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and circle it back to the mad kudos to Birdsong for making yet another fantastic beer. Yes, I agree. Um, I'll have to be honest, mine's gone. <laughs> I'm not far behind you. I said bye bye and down the hatch. So yeah. uh, before we move on, uh, you want to take a, a quick break? Yeah, let's take a um, just a quick break here for the sponsors, and uh, we will be right back. See you in a minute. All right, welcome back. Um, this time uh, is about the time where we say, Ray, what are you drinking? I'm drinking beer, Mike. Beer. Yeah, so uh, right now I've got a – this is a, shouting out another local brewery to Oklahoma. I've got a uh, a beer by Twisted Spike Brewing Company out of Oklahoma City, and I am drinking a Kolsch, nice light German beer. Yeah, dude. I like Kolsch's. Super crushable. They are. I mean, they are. Yeah. And uh, I got turned on to these, uh, you know, I say recently, about two years ago, at uh, one of my favorite spots to visit in downtown Tulsa uh, called Elgin Park. Um, they uh, they have a Kolsch beer. You know, I was there for a Yelp Elite event. I'm plugging myself here. I'm, I'm a Yelp nerd. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm an Elite member. And uh, I was at an event, and uh, one of the beers that they uh, brew locally on tap was a Kolsch. I'm like, I've never had a Kolsch before. I think I'm going to drink this. And I fell in love with it. Um, it's made by the Marshall Brewing Company. I forget the name of the Kolsch, but anyway, that, that was my first experience with the Kolsch. Um, and I've really just enjoyed, um, that type of beer. So when I, when I saw this by Twisted Spike, I'm like, man, I need to pick one of these up. And I did, and I'm trying it now uh, for the first time. And, uh, first take is it's a Kolsch beer. It has that dramatic pause for effect. I just took another big gulp. <laughs> Um, it just has that classic light Kolsch flavor and feel that you'd expect. Dude, I um, love it. Very, very sessionable beer. Um, I mean, 4.4 ABV. Um, IBUs come in right at 27. And uh, it's just, it's fantastic. Um, I'm going to smell it. I'm, I'm all about the smells today. How, how long has Twisted Spike been around? I, I don't remember them being there. Uh, so this is a brewery that opened in 2016. Okay. So fairly new. It is fairly new. Um, they're located in a downtown Oklahoma city's automobile alley. 
Um, they've got a 7,500 square foot building. Um, and it, it's pretty cool. It's, yeah. uh, another takeover, if you will, or uh, they've taken an old warehouse and revamped it and made it into a, uh, into a brewery. And, uh, also, but, uh, Twisted Spike boasts Oklahoma city's largest tap room. Huh? That's cool, man. I need to, I need to head out that way at some point. Yeah. In a you know twisted spike, it's all about the railroad. Um, yeah. So that's what that's why it's got the name that it has. So uh, very cool. They have a theme, you know. So I think they've done well with that. You know, when you look at the can art, I know we talk about that a lot. Um, so and I got to remind the folks: look at our social media. Um, we post pictures of all the beers that we drink. You know, we I love to show off cool can art, um, but sure, there's yeah. a lot of railroad references um, just on the can. Um, the can at the very top, um, it just has some symbols. They've got the classic railroad crossing symbol. They've got their logo. Um, they've got a set of railroad tracks, um, kind of going off into the distance, you know, has a, a vanishing point. Uh, so just some pretty cool stuff, um, on here. Um, so, and even the, there's a, a photo that's a little bit blurred, but it takes, it wraps the entire can and it just has like a scene in the back of a, of some guys, uh, rowing a boat mm-hmm. um which is cool um i forget what kind of you know boat racing it is but uh the, the united states olympic team trains in downtown oklahoma city on like these really long rowboats like there's seven or eight people that sit in them i forget what that's called i think it's called um, rowing rowing well it's like a specific kind of rowing is all i'm getting <laughs> team, at. Rowing. Team, team rowing <laughs> uh but yeah so that, that's i don't know if a lot of people know that olympians train in downtown oklahoma city so I just think it's cool that on this beer can that has so many railroad references, they also tie in um, the Olympic training that goes on not far from their facility. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, uh, Kolsch being that German uh, style, you know, it's lagered for quite a bit long time. It's, you know, one of those, uh, you know, using the lager yeast and all that kind of stuff. But, man, I liked, you know, I, I, I like, you know, I like lagers, I like Kolsch's, I like Pilsner's, and all those similar beer styles. I like them because I can drink several of them. You know, in, in in the same vein, I like the darker beers because I can sit there and sip on one and enjoy it over a you know continued uh, period of time. It's the same reason I like the the lighter beers. Um, you know, like 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 the Kolsch, because I can I can take one, I can drink it and get on to the next one. And, uh, you know, when you're, depending on what your social scene is at the moment, uh, whether you're on a podcast, uh, or if you're, you know, you know, at a party or, you know, at the grill or whatever is, you know, you can, you can drink one and then you put it down drink another one. It's not overly, uh, you know, the flavor doesn't hit so hard that it's going to take over your taste buds and it's pretty light with the ABV and all that kind of stuff. So I, Cole's just one of my favorite ones, uh, styles. Right now, then this dude, this is so good, man. Um, definitely a, a crushable beer. And, you know, a Kolsch lager um, is made with the, the Kolsch yeast. And uh, if it's done right, they ferment it at 50 degrees for four weeks and lager it at 33 degrees for another four weeks. I'm sure you know about that. Um, but I think that that's some cool little trivia to have. Um, Absolutely. But, but this particular beer... The aroma, I'm going back to the smells, it has like a really light um, white wine grape aroma about it. It's got a just a slight hint of a floral hops. Hmm. You know, so it, it's it's kind of nice. 
Yeah. Um, it's got a bit of a, a free, a, a free, a sweet front end. And, uh, just, uh, you know, a does light. it have a sweet back end? No, it doesn't. I know where you're going with that, Mike. You're bad. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I, I, I just asked you, you said front end. I was looking at the sweet back end. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, I don't either. I'm going to, I'm just going to talk about beer, Mike. Um, <laughs> I just, I just, I'm a fan of sweet back ends. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh my god! So I love back ends. Um, I cannot lie. Uh, I, I didn't. I told the truth. Yes, you did. Oh man! But this is a clean, crisp, uh, well balanced <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just a. <laughs> I apologize to any of the, the the folks listening that may be offended. I don't mean that in any bad way. Oh no, there's nothing bad here, but at least for me, the uh, folks listening maybe. But I, I think they'll appreciate the humor. Um, but no, man, just the, the low bitterness in this just really uh, balances well uh, with the other traditional Kolsch flavors. And uh, this is just crisp and delicious. And uh, I am glad that I found one of these easily going on my bucket list. Nice. Nice. Oh man, Mike, you need to, next time you come to Oklahoma, dude, we got to go check this place out. I I was going to say, we just talked about going to Charlotte. Now we're going to go to Oklahoma City. Yes. So, uh, and apparently if you hang out in the brewery long enough, you'll get to experience a train passing by the spike. So it's pretty cool. It's built right by the railroad. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I'm cool with that. I hope it doesn't just like park outside and make all those loud train horn noises. Man, um, they're they're needed. It, it's, yeah. it's they're there for a valid thing, but just when they park in one spot and keep blowing the horn, it's like, oh, my ear holes just can't take that. I remember uh, I went, I got my master's degree at Western Illinois University in Macomb, Illinois, and at one point we rented a house that was um, not right by the, not adjacent to the railroad tracks, but like one house over, and you get used to it actually. So like. I remember at first it, it passed by like at two or three in the morning. I was like, Oh, you know, cause I'm waking up and being but anyway, like after a couple months, I mean, I slept right through it all. It's no big deal. So I, maybe they get used to it. No, I'm sure they do. You just in passing. It's probably not a big deal. So, so but yeah, man, that's uh, that was my beer. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I'm excited to hear about your beer now, Mike. Well, uh, so would you put, you said you'd put Twisted Spike Kolsch on your bucket list, though, right? Absolutely. Cool. No, yeah, so I'm excited. So uh, the best thing about this is I've been drinking my beer for a little bit now since I got rid of my other one, um, went down the hatch. So the beer I'm drinking is uh, Taft's Nelly's Winter Sweet Orange L, and it's really good. Uh, been drinking it, been sipping it on. I've been trying to kind of slow play it a little bit, to be honest. But Taft's Brewing, uh, it's okay. It's, it's its first location is in Cincinnati. It's now got a, another location in Columbus. So it's an Ohio brewing company. Uh, they started in 2015 ish, um, but they renovated an old church uh, built back like back in the day, maybe around 1900 or something like that. So it's renovated an old church, and it's on the. Uh, it's in the Rhine or over the Rhine district in downtown. And, uh, it's, it's, they've got several, uh, beers that are 
distributed here. I'm not sure how wide the distribution goes, but we can get them here in Kentucky. I haven't been to this brewery actually. So I've been to a few different Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky breweries, but I haven't been to this one. I need to make a trip up there, but anyway, so they've been around since about 2017. Uh, this is a sweet orange L uh, called Nellie's just to bring that up again on purpose. Uh, it's 5%. So it's uh, low, low ABV. Uh, you know, uh, I usually talk about the, the can art a little bit, and this is a pretty uh, straightforward piece of can art. It's got uh, a silhouette of a person who I'm guessing was Nelly. I'm not sure, or supposed to be Nelly. And then it's got little orange pills and snowflakes around it. So it's showing off that it's a winter ale and the, the orangeness of the beer. So it's a wheat beer. Um, and it tastes pretty good, man. Like it, um, it has a li very light uh, wheat beer uh, type smell with a little bit of orange as far as it in the background. Um, it pours um, slightly golden. Um, I'm going to say it's a little bit darker than like, uh, probably a little bit darker than your Kolsch, right? And the taste is, the taste is super on point for what it is, right? So it's, it's, it's a sweet orange ale. So it's supposed to be a, it's a winter beer. So you're supposed to, you know, kind of pick you up in the winter. Um, what I like with the winter, with the winter beers is I'm looking for a little bit of, um, kick. You know, whether it's uh, from, uh, you know, from the, the peppers or something else, right? I want a little bit of kick in my beers. And it's got a little bit of that spiciness. But it's really good. I mean, the orange flavor uh, starts out a little bit weak on the front end and picks up on the back end. So as you, you know, you know, continue through the process of drinking it, it gets a little bit better. I got to take another drink. Hold on. So this being uh, an orange ale, um, do you think it would also be a beer that you float by in summertime with some of those citrus notes? Kind of like even though it's a winter, you know, or seasonal beer, could it could it work year round? Oh, I mean, it, and I'll be honest, I, it's because it's a wheat beer, it certainly could. Um, but I, I think it's you know it's it's trying to stay true to that winter type thing where it's got a little bit of a spike to it. Ha ha, get it? Um, you know, terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I got dad jokes. It's all good, man. Yeah. So, um, I'm not sure if it's considered officially like a wit beer, but it kind of has that type of thing going for it. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty refreshing. Um, so I, I would, I, because of that, I would say that I would drink it probably in the summer too. It's, it's very good. You know, I would put this on the same scales, you know, like in the summer you get popular, you know, the shandies get popular and stuff like that. And I think this would uh, fit right in with a lot of them, to be honest. But it, no, it's really good. I mean, um, I, uh, I guess, be, I guess because I'm, I'm, I'm in it today, I'm, I'm close to being done with this beer too, to be honest. Um, but I've been sipping on a little bit, but man, I, I really like it. So, um, you know, you know, I'm going to have to say, you know, for everybody listening out there, the Nelly's Winter Sweet Orange Ale uh, by Taft's Brewing is, is a beer I'd put on your, your bucket list. And it, like you said, man, it doesn't have to be a winter beer. It could, I didn't think about that. It could be a, a um, it could be a summer beer too. It fits right in. 
Right. You know, we see this a lot with other beers. They, uh, they put like an orange, you know, uh, name on the label, but it tends to have other citrus, you know, attributes. Yeah. Um, like an orange peel, like tangerine, maybe, or some uh, grapefruit. Do you, do you pick up any other citrusy notes along with the orange, or is it just the orange you're picking up? No. So, yes, um, I'm picking up more of the orange. I think the citrusy. Because I had the porter to start off with, I think the you know following with the with the with this wheat beer is uh, maybe messing with my taste buds a little bit. So I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dispute that. I'm not picking it up, um, but you know it's I can tell that I, you know I know that if I had this straight out of the gate, it would have a different mouthfeel and a different taste to it. Um, just because I had the porter to start off with, it, it was a little different. Uh, and it is what it is. You know, we, we have an order for our beers because we try the shared beer first and we follow it up with the beers we try individually and whatnot. But um, I can see it. Um, I I think it's, you know, man. So it's got, it's got that fruitiness type thing with the citrusy notes. And, you know, for me, that's coming across as orange. But, you know, maybe some people get a different um, different type of citrusy notes when they try it. So it's good. No, that's good stuff. That's one thing I like about a blended citrus beer because uh, different people are going to taste different things. Uh, some people may get some orange. Um, they may get some tangerine. Just whatever their taste bros are more queued up for. And, uh, that's something bros. I appreciate. Yeah, taste bros. That's something I appreciate about a good craft beer because uh, it it speaks or it tends to speak to more than one palate, if you will, and uh, pick up good things um, out of it depending on the person. Yeah. So I, I think so. It sounds like you really enjoyed this. And I could see this one being a little tough to drink after that wake up porter that we had, sure. because those are just really big, bold flavors that tend to just uh, coat the palate. Yeah, I was glad to have a, just a, a traditional Kolsch after that because I probably would have missed some of those other cues or notes had I had a beer like what you had. No, absolutely. Um, so as we get kind of get ready to wrap up this episode, I'll kind of go through it again. Uh, you and I uh, tried together. We tried the Birdsong Brewing Company's Wake Up Porter. It's a coffee porter. Then you led us down the path of Twisted Spikes Kolsch, which was a very traditional Kolsch, uh, from what I can tell. And then I had uh, Taft's Nelly's Winter Sweet Orange Ale. And it sounds to me, if I'm reading this right, all three should go on a bucket list. No, absolutely. All three of them are going on the craft beer bucket list. Yeah. All three. Three up, man. I love that. Three out of three. What, what? You know what? This being episode ten, that's thirty beers now that we've had thirty beers on the list. All yeah. thirty beers we would recommend everyone try. That's because we got good taste. We do have good taste. Sometimes, most of the I'll time, say, I'll say sixty percent of the time we have good taste all the time. <laughs> and that, my friends, is a perfect way to end episode ten. Lead us out with the social media, Ray. All right. So thanks everybody for listening. I certainly appreciate all the love and support. Um, be sure to give us five stars on Apple podcast or wherever you download your podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We've got links to all of those in the description of the podcast and uh, be sure to, to follow the breweries uh, that and the beers that they made that we have tried. We have all their social media links prepared for you also 
in our podcast description. So thanks again, everybody. I certainly appreciate you. Um, and, uh, and don't forget about the giveaway. Uh, take your pictures, you know, tag the brewery and also craft beer bucket list. And we would love to send you some awesome craft beer swag. Catch you all on episode 11. Adios. Dude, I, can you hear the wind blowing here? No, I can't. We're getting. I guess we're getting it because it's it's blowing like crazy. Yeah, dude, like power was getting knocked. I think like five thousand people without power in Tulsa last night. Yeah, it blew my car over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>